0: Good afternoon, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode 171. And we are going to take a look at the Superfund sites located in the state of New York. They have quite a few, but I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet um, because otherwise it would be well over an hour and a half to go through all of these because unfortunately New York has quite a few. Uh, Before we dive into this, let me go ahead and give a big shout-out to my listeners because, as usual, you guys are awesome. So a big shout-out to Tennessee, Georgia, New York, California, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Hawaii in terms of countries, the United States, and the Russian Federation. Okay, so very interesting here about New York. I was not aware that they had so many Superfund sites. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because they are on the eastern side of the United States, the northeastern part, and also New York happens to be very liberal, very Democrat. And as we have seen in times past, whenever it is a blue state, they have a bumper crop of problems. They have a lot of Superfund sites, and they're not being cleaned up, even though the environmental left, the Democrats, the liberals, and the progressives, like to toot their environmentalist horn, but yet they've got all these Superfund sites sitting out there causing problems um, contaminating the water supply, contaminating the water table, uh, see the groundwater, the surface water, the soil, the rivers, and the streams. So obviously this is a big problem. Um, the state of New York has 87 Superfund sites. They have cleaned up 26, but they still have 87 left to clean up And I think they have, let's see, one, two, they have two that they are being uh, proposed to being added to the list. Now, here's the thing. So that means they actually have 89 Superfund sites that are still active and still a problem. So, again, there is a problem with all of it, technically, but um, here's the thing. With the proposed to being added to the national priorities list, what that means is that a certain area has been identified as a Superfund site, and now it has been deemed as really bad because, again, the national priorities list is the worst of the worst. But unfortunately, you know, going off of how the EPA does things and how the federal government handles things, it's like they identify the problem, but then it just sits there for decades and decades. Most of these Superfund sites in New York go back to the 80s, which means that was just when they were identified as a Superfund site, meaning, hey, this is a problem, this is an issue, it's hurting the environment, it's harming people, this is a Superfund site, let's put it on you know, the big list, which is the Superfund site list. The ones we are looking at are from the National Priorities list, which means these are the worst of the worst. So whenever something is being proposed to being added to the National Priorities list, that means it was already a Superfund site, it was already a problem, and it was already a problem for a really long time. So it was already an issue, and then now it's on the limbo list is what I call it, the proposed being added to the national priorities list, and they just sit there for a really long time. So unfortunately, with the state of New York, they have 89 of them now. And most of these go back to the 80s, which again means these were probably an issue like in the 60s or 70s. So again, this is not good. This is not good at all. And I just find it very interesting that the liberal left, they like to um, toot their horn that they are the only and true environmentalist and capitalist, and Republicans don't care when that's not true. What's interesting is that most of the red states we have seen and that we have gone over in terms of Superfund sites, they have very few Superfund sites. And when they do have them, they typically clean them up very quickly, like they get it done. It's just the opposite in blue states with Democrat states. These Superfund sites tend to be everywhere. They tend to be really bad, and they sit there decade after decade after decade. Like most of these on New York's list, they are, let's see, that's going to be like, I don't know, four to six decades old. A lot of these have been a problem for 40 to 60 years. So, it's kind of like, you know, why would you want the federal government to be in charge of this? See this is a perfect example where you cannot you cannot put the government, the federal government in charge of something like this. They can they can help out and make um, suggestions. but I think this is a perfect example where you cannot have a federal agency be in charge of something this serious. You know, this is another reason why I bring up socialized medicine. Do you really want the federal government to be in charge of your health care when they can't even clean up this stuff? This is ridiculous. This is shocking to me. I was surprised that New York had so many and it affected so many counties. I mean, I'll just list off some of the counties that are affected by this. Like this is not a small issue. This is actually quite large. And it's quite concerning. So some of the counties, and I, I'm just going to read them off, and there will probably be several repeats because there are several counties that have multiple Superfund sites. Multiple. And they're still sitting there contaminating the environment and harming people because people are part of the environment. So let's take a look at this list here. Green County, Oneida County, Washington County. I'm going to mispronounce this, but Oh, Onondaga County, Nassau County, Seneca County, Jefferson County. I'm going to mispronounce this next one. I think it's Rensselaer County, Kings and Queens County, Putnam County, Suffolk County, Genesee County, Orange County, Cayuga County. Let's see, Suffolk, Nassau, Broome County, Suffolk again, Orange County again, Sullivan County, Jefferson County. Orleans County, Ulster County, Broome again, uh, Chemung County, Orleans County, Niagara, Nassau County again, Oswego, Delaware, Saratoga, St. Lawrence County, Nassau again, Suffolk County again, Kings County again, Dutchess County, Ulster County, I think this next one is pronounced Herkimer County, Niagara, Niagara, there's two right there again in that county, Nassau County again. Dutchess County again. Suffolk County again. Fulton County. Livingston County. Chemung County again. Suffolk County again. Genesee County again. Nassau, Nassau. So you got two more there. And then this next one is, I think it's pronounced Cataragoose County. And then Oneida County, there's another one. Suffolk, there's another one. Saratoga, there's another one. Nassau, there we go again. Ulster, there we go again. Let's see here. Orange County. There's another one. Saratoga. Nassau. Nassau. Wow, there's a lot in Nassau. That's very unfortunate. And then the next one again, Cataragugas. Kater- I think that's how you pronounce it. Another one there. And then Nassau County. Nassau County. Two more. And then that Cataragugas one, whatever. Then you have Clinton County. Oswego. There's another one. Nassau. Suffolk. Rockland County, Delaware, Broome County, there we go again, Cortland County, Suffolk. another one, Duchess, there you go, St. Lawrence, another one, Duchess, there you go, Delaware, I think this is pronounced Allegheny, and the next one, again, Suffolk County, and then I think this next one is pronounced Chenango, if I'm that that correct, correctly, and then again, Nassau, Broome, Broome, Oswego, uh, Niagara, Franklin, And that's it, surprisingly. So just think about all the counties I just listed. One of these counties, I forget which one, has a little over 1.3 million people. That's just one county. That is just one county. This is very concerning to me because New York is very heavily populated, especially in some of these counties. You would think that the liberal left would want to clean this stuff up. But see, here's the problem. New York is one of the most expensive places to live. Why? Because of Democrats voting in people that raise taxes all the time because they say, oh, government is the answer. Government is not the answer. Government is causing a lot of these problems because it's saying, oh, give us the responsibility. We will take care of it. Raise your taxes. Let's raise your taxes. Give us more money. We'll take care of all of this. We will be your nanny state. Let me ask you this. Has that worked out? No. The proof is in the pudding. We have county after county after county that has multiple Superfund sites in the state of New York, but yet New York is one of the most expensive places to live, has some of the highest taxes, is not worker-friendly, it's not employer friendly. It's not friendly towards the economy. And now we find out it's not even friendly towards the environment. I mean, really, like what is going on here? I just think it's really sad that Democrats, they claim to care, but when it comes down to it, they would rather have a bureaucracy, have control over other people's money As opposed to do what they're supposed to do, especially within these federal agencies. I am all for the EPA. I am all for it. But it's not being managed correctly. Just look at the state of New York. The EPA gets millions upon millions upon millions of dollars a year. A year. And that's just their budget. Why the Senate and the Congress don't call them out on this, I don't know why. And what I also don't understand is how can a liberal state like, like New York, excuse me, how can they not do something about this? Like, how can they keep voting in bad people? I don't understand it. You know, if I, if I were a Democrat and I came across information like this and I know that, you know, if I'm a Democrat, I'm going to be for high taxes. I'm going to be for more taxes. I'm going to be for more government programs. I'm going to be for abortion, I'm going to be for the environment, like in in a kind of crazy way, because Republicans are for the environment as well, but just not for punishing people for being a part of the environment. But here's the thing, if I were a Democrat and I saw this data, and I saw how many Superfund sites were in my state, if I were a Democrat from New York, I would seriously think about switching parties, because I would know – Just from everyday daily living, how much of my wages go towards taxes? And I would look at this data and realize how much is not being done, that the liberal left and the Democratic Party says it will fix and it will get done, and it has not done it. You know, what's interesting is that in capitalism, you have to have results. The proof is in the pudding. Otherwise, you don't have stable companies. You know, say, for example, you have Amazon. The only reason why Amazon is so, I would say, good at what they do and they're very profitable, they are very successful, it's because they're good at what they do. They are excellent at what they do. Here's the thing. If the federal government operated like Amazon, we wouldn't have any any Superfund sites. And if we did, it would be extremely less than what we have. But here's the thing. If Amazon were to operate its company like the EPA or the federal government operates our tax dollars, the price of goods on Amazon would be astronomical. Hardly anyone would receive their packages and then if you call or contact customer support, you would get no answer, probably only a lecture, if anything. It would be like, how dare you question us? But because Amazon is very customer service oriented, it knows that, hey, if you don't make the customer happy or at least try, then they're not going to do business with you. And if, you, if they don't do business with you, your, your company will fail. It doesn't matter how much money you personally pour into your company. If you don't have people buying your goods, one way or another, you won't have a company. See, here's the thing. The federal government knows it can write a blank check for anything at any time. Even though the power of the purse is supposed to be at the Congress, the federal government gets away with quite a bit. And that's very, it's very disturbing because see, here's the thing, the power is with the people, it's not with our government, because we, the people, are the government. We elect different people to different positions of power, but what I don't get is the state of New York, which is an awesome state. I've met some people from New York. Man, they are, well, they're, they remind me of Donald Trump. They're loud, but they care about the United States. They really do. Like whenever you meet someone from New Jersey or from the Bronx, however they pronounce it, or from New York, however they pronounce that. I love the different accents. I'm totally not doing them justice with my accents there. But um, the people that I went to school with that were from New York, they were awesome people. They were loud. And you had to be careful about their opinions and stuff sometimes. This was back in the day. But, you know, I just think it's very concerning That there are so many people living in New York, and I bet you they don't realize they are being exposed to these different Superfund sites. Like, they don't realize what the environmental hazard is. But yet, New York continuously votes Democrat. And it's like, how how can you continue to vote for something that systematically does not work? How can you vote Democrat? There has been so much fraud and embezzlement in New York, especially with... I don't think it was their judges. It was something. Was it their city councils? I'll try and find the article that I read about. It was a while ago. But there is just so much fraud in that state. I'm not saying that fraud doesn't happen in red states, but when fraud happens in blue states, it is tremendously bad. And and what saddens me about looking at this list for these Superfund sites in New York is that New York is heavily populated, they are highly taxed, and it's like, okay, if you're going to highly tax somebody, like overtax them as well, you should at least use those tax dollars for what you say you're going to do. So I hope and pray that if anyone is listening to this podcast from New York, which I know that you are because I see you guys on here, please be aware your tax dollars are not being used for what your elected officials say they're going to use it for. So please reconsider being a part of – I would say please reconsider leaving the Democratic Party and come over to the Republican side. Because at least with the Republican side, we get things done. And you have more money in your bank account because we believe in lowering taxes and holding our government and our leaders accountable for the promises that they make. And if they can't keep their promises, then first thing we do is we help them keep their promises. We say, hey – Let's come to the round table. Let's see what we can do to help you since you're in office. Let's figure out what this issue is. Like you don't just always automatically kick someone out. Let's figure it out. But if someone continues to make bad decisions and is overspending your tax dollars, you need to not vote for them anymore. You need to part ways from that candidate, from that elected official, because they're not doing the right thing. And I think we see this here in New York this is, this is very disappointing to me because, you know, whenever I look up pictures of New York, like I looked up the different counties here, like Green, Oneida, Washington, Nassau, uh, Seneca, Jefferson, all these different counties, so much of New York is so beautiful. And it just takes me aback that the beautiful landscape of New York has 87, actually 89, because there's two that are being proposed, 89 Superfund sites. And again, these are from the national priorities list, which means these are the worst of the worst. Like, these are not even the Superfund sites that are not even the bad ones. We're not even listing those in this list. Like like New York, they could have over 1,000 Superfund sites, but not all of them are super bad. But New York has quite a few that are super bad. And they are located in counties that are heavily populated. That's concerning to me. Because, you know, if I don't want to live near something like that, then I would expect others to not want to live near something like that. But here's the thing. As we've said in a lot of podcasts, knowledge is power. You know, ignorance is not always bliss. Sometimes ignorance can harm you and hurt you, especially your health. So I mention all this because I think it's very important that people be aware of what is right there in their backyard. Like what is in your community? Because. These Superfund sites are located in communities. Which means, you know, if you live in these areas, in these counties that I listed, you're taking a huge risk of being exposed to stuff that the human body cannot handle or detox from. And there are actually some, chem- some chemicals and substances that once they enter the body, you can't ever get them out. That's what's really scary about some of this stuff. So if you're in New York, please look this up. Look up the Superfund sites in your state. And I would say go to your elected officials and say, hey, what is, what is the state of New York doing about these Superfund sites? Have all of these been handed over to the EPA? And if so, what is the EPA currently doing to clean these, to clean these up? Because most of them have been sitting there for 40 to 60 years and the government has done nothing. To me, that's not acceptable. I think that if you're going to tax somebody and you say those tax dollars are going towards this particular project, they need to go to that project and it needs to actually get done. Because to me, in regards to the EPA and our tax dollars, it's just like, well, it's not life. This actually is happening. Our tax dollars are being poured down a rat hole because these issues are still there and they've been there for a long time. Like to me, that's not acceptable. I mean, that's like going to a doctor's appointment. The doctor tells you you have cancer. But he's like, oh, let's just wait 30 or 40 years. Then we'll handle it. Um, are you kidding me? Do you know what cancer does to the body? Like, that's what this is like. Superfund sites are like a cancer to our country. Because until you address it, remove it, and repair it, it still continues to grow and to cause problems. That's why these are like a cancer. I know that's kind of a serious podcast, but, you know, on this show we say it like it is and we call a spade a spade because, you know, we don't skirt the truth. We just say it like it is. I am very disappointed in, in the state of New York, not its people per se, the elected officials, yes, but I just think that this is not acceptable. Like New York, you know, the, the crazy liberals and progressives that live there, they like to lecture the rest of the United States, especially about climate change. And, you know, the environment, I'm like, look, look to yourselves first. Like, are you aware of what is in your own community? What is in your own backyard? Are you aware of what is going on there? Or or, or maybe let me reword that. Like, are you aware of what, what is not being taken care of? Like, why would I take advice from someone that can't even handle their own life? That's why th- this gets a little annoying. I mean, God, God bless New York. I pray that this stuff gets cleaned up. I'm just saying that, you know, the elected officials of New York and the Democrat citizens of New York have really let down, they've really let down their, their state and their country because they have allowed this to happen. That's that's why you have to be careful who you elect into office because, look, when someone is just there to be a professional paper pusher or a bureaucrat, what makes you think they're really going to care to do what's right? I mean, every single one of these Superfund sites should have been cleaned up. See, here's the thing. There were others that were cleaned up. You know, New York, they had 26 that were cleaned up over a period of time. It took a while. But they still have 89, This is ridiculous. It's just like, you know, like, I really think they need to hire private sector companies that specialize in toxic waste cleanup and get this stuff done immediately. Get it cleaned up. Because this kind of stuff affects communities. It affects people. Because we are a part of the environment. Like, whenever whenever liberals talk about the environment, and I'll close with this, they tend to make it seem like, You know, the environment is more important than the human race. It is not, because the environment is for the human race. The environment is how we exist. So being that we know that that is true, why isn't the state of New York cleaning this stuff up? It's like, don't they care? See, one of the problems with New York is that they vote more, I would say, on a political agenda manner, I would say, As opposed to, okay, what are the facts? What's black and white? Yes and no. I don't want an argument. Who can get this stuff done? And how can we make it so that it's more affordable to live in New York? I mean, how has it worked out living in a 900-square-foot apartment that costs over $5,000 a month? Like, how has that worked out for you? You know, when you live in like a 900 square foot apartment in Oklahoma, it's maybe 800 or 900 dollars and that's actually really high. That's very high for Oklahoma. And guess what? We don't have half as many Superfund sites. Our, our income tax is low. Our real estate tax is low. Our real estate is, is reasonable. It's not, you know, inflated like California, New York, and now Florida. Like, it's it's livable. What sucks about New York, excuse my language, is that it it sucks to live there because it's so costly to live there. Now, it's actually kind of semi-toxic to live there, but people don't realize it. It's like some people, it's like as long as they have a mall or a Starbucks, they're happy. It's like, yeah, but you really look into, okay, you know, is that land contaminated, you know, where those shops are. Because as we've seen in times past, the EPA released and sold contaminated property to be redeveloped by companies in the private sector. So it's not just the private sector that likes to make money. If anything, the private sector is like, hey, we need to be careful about this stuff. But the EPA is like, no, it's fine. You know, we've got our standards. And it's like, okay, well, it's, it's kind of like, okay, well, what is your standard really? Like, you know, we shouldn't be exposed to anything that causes cancer, you know. But the EPA, their standard is, oh, well, here's here's the maximum and here's the minimum. It's like, well, why don't we just not ever expose someone to something that's really bad? I mean, wouldn't that be better than taking a risk? It's like what I've talked about in times past with two different types of smokers. Let's say you have someone that maybe smoked a couple cigarettes in their entire lifetime and then, like, age 60 or 70, they got diagnosed with stage four cancer. That would be surprising, right? That would be very surprising because they only smoked like one or two cigarettes. Then you have someone that smoked a pack every day for like 50 years. Of course, they're probably going to have stage four cancer. But here's the thing the person that only smoked like a couple of cigarettes in their lifetime. If they were living in bad areas, like, for example, in different parts of New York, and they were being exposed to Superfund sites, their body was being exposed to toxic, hazardous waste and chemicals, possibly in the water supply, in the ground, and in the air. So then their body got exposed to something that it should not have been exposed to. Like, there's a threshold to what the human body can handle and detox from. You know, I'll give an example. let will say, for example, you, you drink too much. You can actually die from alcohol poisoning. Even if you go to the hospital, they pump your stomach, they do all this stuff, you could still nuke your, you know, nuke your, your, uh, your not your kidneys, well, those too, but your liver. Like, you could still die. Like, there's only so much the human body can detox. But yet, New York is Democrat predominantly in the way that it votes. But it has some of the worst Superfund sites. I would say it is comparable to New Jersey. How sad is that? But, you know, I look at it this way. I want to end on a positive with this episode. There's always room for improvement and there's always room for hope. Like they can always do what's right, address these issues and get them cleaned up. So, again, my idea is that New York and these different companies and the EPA, they hire companies in the private sector that specialize in this type of cleanup and they get the job done. They do it quickly, safely, and efficiently, meaning we shouldn't be spending billions of dollars when it shouldn't cost that much to clean this stuff up. There are people that are professionals that handle this, like they have a system, they have protocols that they use and utilize to handle this. What I suspect has been happening is that the EPA has been hiring people that don't know what they're doing. And then they don't get it done. And then they use the excuse, oh, well, it's a, it's a super fun site. It takes time. Really? Half a lifetime? I don't think so. That's ridiculous with all the technology we have and the innovations that we have. And here's another thing. If every single one of these Superfund sites, which there's 89 of them, let's say every single one of them hired a company to to help them clean up the site, that would employ thousands of people. That's job creation right there, and it's not in the public sector. It's in the private sector, which is where most jobs should be. We don't need a bunch of professional paper pushers. We have plenty of those. If anything, we have way too many that work for the federal government. I'm all for people having a job, making great money, but it needs to be done right. Like it needs to be results driven here because that's typically how well, that's typically how you see how well or not so well your company is doing. It's by results. I mean, all you have to do is look up any company on the, on the stock market and, and look at their stock. Look and see how it's doing. Is their company growing? Is it diminishing? Are they having problems? Is it fluctuating? Are there massive hirings and massive firings? You know, what's going on? You know, these are the stats. What's interesting is that whenever you have the federal government get involved in stuff like this, it's like they don't look at the stats, even though they claim to be statistical or whatever. They are not really results driven. This is why we need to let the private sector handle this stuff because this kind of stuff has gone on way too long. But needless to say, I will go ahead and end the podcast right there. Hopefully, New York can get their act together and get this cleaned up. But as usual, until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.
1: us speak, so it's only left to ask, it's changed to quite a task, from the smallest depths, waves transform the earth.